Hi and welcome to episode 82 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. I really love talking to the fab Patrick Mattia of M&G Wedding Photography this week. Patrick is one of the UK's best documentary wedding photographers and was ranked joint 49th in the world on TIR for 2020. He's amassed more awards since then too and currently has 11 reportage awards and two story awards to his name. An incredible achievement. Patrick shares so much in this episode including the forming of his studio and shooting alongside his wife, the very talented Holly Rosamatier. How and why his approach to shooting has evolved, being in a band, our Netflix synopsis game, the story behind his Cigarettes and Alcohol Reportage Award, top tips for improving your documentary work, football, community, why he personally enters awards and so much more too. Hey Patrick, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Alan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. All good, all good. Um, what's the weather like with you at the moment? Because you're up in, are you up in Yorkshire? Are you up in Yorkshire? I am, yeah, yeah. And in sunny East Yorkshire, but today it is not sunny. Um, the rain is drizzling down, um, just just hitting the window panes lightly. I'm painting quite an evocative scene of Yorkshire. Yeah, that's yeah. a very romantic, uh, yeah, description of rain, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm in the right place. I'm inside. So yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's all fine. That's good. That's good. Then I have to report it's very sunny and lovely down here in Cornwall today. It's well, I'm sure it is every day in Cornwall. <laughs> I know it really isn't. It really isn't. But this week has been really nice, actually. Yeah, it's been really nice. Oh, um, yeah. So you're, yeah, you're in Yorkshire. I went to uh, university in Yorkshire. Oh, did you? Mm, yeah, went to um, Bren Hall on Yorkshire Sculpture Park. Ah, oh, fantastic. What did you study? Uh, <laughs> uh, English and drama, actually. Oh, really? Mm, yeah. yeah that's where you get your theatrical side on these uh podcasts obviously. <laughs> do you think there's a theatrical side <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't that's know yeah funny. yeah but um but so yeah um i i went to university in uh in yorkshire too but um oh, cool. where'd you go uh in sheffield yeah studied fine art so yeah oh, well wow. okay man and how did you cool. find life in yorkshire Oh yeah, nice one. I had a great, uh, great few years. It's it's fab up there. Are you from up there originally? Or yeah, yeah, born and bred in uh, in in East Yorkshire, and pretty much only lived in in Yorkshire in uh, various cities like um, Leeds, Sheffield, and uh, and now just outside Hull in East oh, Yorkshire. Okay. So yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a lovely place. It's a really friendly people. It's really, really cool. I went to Sheffield a few times because I used to watch, occasionally we used to watch Birmingham City play the Sheffield teams when I was at uni. So I support Birmingham City. That's, but that's a whole other subject. What about you? Are you into football? I, I am, yeah. This could, could be a, a matter of contention. I'm a Wolves fan. Oh, what? what? How? Why are you a Wolves fan? <laughs> I know. How, how dare I be a Wolves fan living in Yorkshire? <laughs> But um, but yeah, um, my dad is is a Wolves fan. Um, okay. And so yeah, it's all his fault. So he you he, have like Midlands roots then or something? No, no, no. It, it gets more confusing. He's from he's from Belfast. Um, okay. um, but they they Wolves were sort of the Manchester United of their day um, when he was growing up. So they were like the big team, and they came over and played his local team, Glentoran, and they were like kind of pioneers in Europe. 
So, really? um, gosh, I didn't know that actually. I didn't know that yeah, at all. Yeah. Wow. Are you sure this is a real history and not some alternate dimension? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's pretty much all Wolves fans have to cling to is the history. So it is real. Um, but no, we've been doing all right recently, actually. But um, but yes, um, Wolves fan used to be a season ticket holder back in the day. Oh before, wow! But yeah, before I bet uh, you've been to St Andrews then a few times. Um. <laughs> No, I haven't actually. I've never been to a, a derby away from Wolves. Um, I, I tended to just go to home games, really. The, the odd away game up up here. But, um, but yeah, when I became a wedding photographer, obviously working at weekends meant a season ticket was um, a bit useless. So I stopped, stopped That's going. That's true. That. that would be a bit of a waste of money, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you looking forward to the game tonight? Because we're, we're recording this on the 18th of June and tonight is the England-Scotland Euro game. Are you looking forward to that? Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. It's it should be good. Um, it's a bit of a strange Euros, isn't it? With it being in all different kinds of countries. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying that though. Are you? Are you? Yeah, it's, it's very different, and it, like every game's a home game for someone, isn't it? So I guess the atmosphere is pretty good. But yeah, it, it's always good, isn't it? It's and yeah, it brings okay. back memories of. Of, of Euro 96. Oh so. yes, I remember that well as well. I remember that well. What's your score prediction for tonight then? Um. I think I think England should win. They've got much the better team. Sorry to any Scottish uh, <laughs> listeners, but um, but yeah. So I, I think they'll win two two nil maybe. I think good one. Yeah, cool. Okay, well that's good. So people will be able to hold you to because this is going to come out like yeah, this after the game, so we'll be able to see how you've done, Patrick. That's cool. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how reliable a pre- score predictor I am. What about you? You think we'll win? Uh, I think yeah. I think we will. I think it's, I'm going to go for three one. Okay. 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 Well, we're both gone for a win, so we'll see if we're right. Yeah, <laughs> I hope we are. I hope we are. I'm going to let my kids stay up and watch it tonight as well. They're excited about that. So, so oh, that's cool. That's really um, cool. But let's change. Let's go off football in case we've really turned off uh, people. So, um, <laughs> Patrick, let's let's get let's get right to it. How was you know? Got to talk about it. how was 2020 for you? And indeed, you know, the past 15 months. How, how has it been for you? It was a little bit quiet. I'm not sure why, but um, yeah, um, no, it was yeah because of because of COVID. It was not many weddings. Um, and how many know, did you shoot in in 2020? I, I mean, I'm saying that I probably shot more than a lot of people, which I, I should feel lucky about. I, I think I shot um, last year after the pandemic, like six or seven micro weddings. So yeah, okay, okay. pretty pretty busy. I think compared to some people I know and. Mm. Um, so yeah, I should, I should feel lucky about that. And I do, I do feel lucky that, that so many couples decided to go ahead and they were all fantastic days. Um, just very different, but, um, yeah, I mean, it it was, no one's got out of this lightly, have they? Every, every industry, every family has found it tough. And, um, so it's, of course it has been tough, but, but the business has carried on going. I've still managed to shoot some weddings. I've had a lot more time at home with my um, young son, uh, who's mm. two years old. Uh, so both me and Holly um, have been at home with him. So it, it, it's it's definitely had its positives, but obviously, you know, the, the business was a little bit stuck. And and also, you end up working really hard to to kind of um, keep the, the clients that you've already got because they're obviously – um spawning and rearranging and and that really became quite a full-time job for six seven eight months it was like constantly talking to people by email or on the phone or by like this by skype mm. uh, so it was pretty full-on actually what what about you did you find the same or or 
Cool. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was similar-ish. Um, I only shot one micro wedding in the end in like last October. I had one full wedding in January 2020 before, um, you know, COVID hit. But so I only did two the whole year. But yeah, you're right. It was a lot of admin, wasn't it? And postpone, dealing with postponements and things. And how have you got on with the recent announcements of things being pushed back to July 19th? Have, have you had weddings? Have you got weddings between now and July 19th that you've have, have any of those postponed or are you still shooting those or? No, they're all decided to go ahead. So again, I am I am quite quite lucky there. I I did expect at least I was braced for some postponements and um, wondering what I was going to do if I, I couldn't do the dates and all the, all those kind of natural anxieties that you get as a wedding photographer right now. But being really lucky, every single one of the couples has, has said no. We want to get we want to get married. Even the ones that had said well, we're not sure. Maybe we still want to postpone. Um, I oh, think because the, because the numbers have gone up that is something kind of tangible that is different to the weddings um, mm. that have been happening. I know pretty much the rest of it is, 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 is fairly similar um, to the weddings that have been happening recently. But I think that that has given people something to cling to and at least they can have the people that are there. And, and most of them have just been so positive. They, they want to get married for the, and enjoy a day with their closest family and friends. It won't be quite the same, but it's, it's, it's pretty nearer to to a normal wedding now than it was last year i don't know that's you, so yeah, true i've seen you seen on um facebook you've posted a few more recent things haven't you so have you found that weddings are kind of heading back towards normality aren't yeah they? definitely i mean i shot my first one just two weeks ago first one in ages um and that was only a small 15 person one but now i've got five weddings now between now and july 19th and and like you there they're all going ahead anyway that's they're cool. actually the feedback I got from them is actually they're all pretty relieved. They thought it could have been worse, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, so so that's all good and looking a lot more positive for the for the year ahead. I bet you've got a busy one coming up there this year. Yeah, I do. It. I won't tell you how many weddings <laughs> I, I, I've got because I think you'd probably fall off your chair. But, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> it's it basically sh between now and September. I'm shooting like um, I don't know enough to fill fill a, a, a good couple of years for for um oh, <laughs> for, for some new shoots uh, yeah. a, a moderate amount of weddings i'd say if that makes sense well, it's going to be uh, a on this subject there but basically more a lot a lot of weddings yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool though because uh, that leads me on to the next question because i was going to ask you know under your m and g wedding photography brand you've there's yeah. four of you in total isn't there so three photographers and a videographer yeah that's right yeah that's right that, yeah that's cool and so i was going to ask you know can you tell us like a you know how that came about creating a studio like that with with like four of you and b you know what it's like to shoot and work with your wife you know the also multi-award-winning holly rosa matia what's you know tell us all about that yeah gladly yeah yes yeah, it's, it's good um so going back to uh to the beginning of it um i was so i, I mentioned briefly didn't i that um i i studied fine art so yeah. i was already in and all, all my work at university was was based in photography a little bit of video but but mainly based in photography oh, cool. um and in, instead of going off and go straight into a photography career i was actually I was actually in a in a in a band at the at the time we had slight delusions of grandeur so i went off and tried to be a, a rock star for a few years and that oh um, cool man so, yeah i was gonna ask you about because i saw on your site that you play guitar so i was gonna ask if you're ever in a band but yeah you obviously were then what what kind of music were you playing oh it was it was kind of like 
indie music um, and probably about three or four years out of date really we sounded a bit we sounded a bit brit poppy after brit pop had died so <laughs> we were never gonna make it we we were we were kind of all right and uh, we had a little bit of interest here and there and and cool. kept thinking oh maybe we're gonna do it but um yeah uh, it, it never happened and looking back it was never gonna gonna happen it was just a bit of a distraction um but what but were you called that it, it, it kind of led to me taking my eye off being a photographer which is kind of what I'd been been building up to in in education and and it's what I really loved doing um and then when I a couple of years later so I was just kind of doing like kind of odd jobs like data entry data analysts when I was living in 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 Leeds and trying to be a rock star very unsuccessfully um <laughs> what was but, the band um, called by the way what was the band called it was called um Thief not, not a great name Thief yeah did you steal that from someone <laughs> Oh, oh dear! Oh, Boom! Dear. <laughs> that is a, that is a, an impressive joke. Um, is there? Are there record? Can we find any recordings anywhere? Is that on YouTube not. or spot? No, you hope not. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, we. Um, um, so yeah, it, we. I've lost my lost my track here. Sorry, feel free. Oh to yeah, sorry. No, yeah, you were saying you do like data and or data entry yeah. jobs. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll pause slightly. Um, so yeah. I was doing these kind of menial jobs. Um, no offense to any data enterers out there. I'm not sure that's the word. So, um, but but not jobs that I wanted to do long term. And then after that, after a few years, I, I, I tried to get into photography. And at that point, um, so I had my degree. I had a lot of experience. I had a I had um, an early DSLR, a, a, a Nikon uh, D uh, two hundred, um, and and I'd, and I'd done a bit of work experience for some some magazines, like fishing magazines and uh, yeah, cool. sports magazines, uh, like Shoot and things like that. So I'd, I'd, I'd got a bit of work publishing things. Yeah, but cool. um, I, I, I didn't see a route into photography through being a freelancer. I didn't, I, I just never really, I, I just I just couldn't see that that was going to work. It just felt like a really alien concept to me because um, I'd never really sat down and thought about how you would do it. So I was just applying to jobs to photography studios and, um, you know, like um, the very cheesy white box background photography oh, yeah. studios. And, and I've just never got an interviewer. I, I always told myself maybe it's because I've got a fine art degree rather than a photography degree, but I, I never got even as far as, as, as a, getting an interview. So I kind of drifted. Yeah. They missed out. They missed out, though, Patrick. All they, those people. That would have been an amazing white backgrounds uh, <laughs> family photographer. They would have. They would have got some real seriously good white backgrounds from it. But, um, uh, but, but, but yeah. So I kind of drifted, uh, and and didn't take a lot of photos for a few years. Um, and all my friends were were kind of like, why aren't you, why aren't you into photography anymore? Because that was all all they kind of knew me for in terms of um, through university. I, I was the the photographer guy, like everyone else on the art course, was doing different things, and I was, I was doing photography. Um, nice. But but yeah, it, it, it um, but then like so many people, it, it's it's kind of a cliche, isn't it? A, a friend asked me to shoot their wedding, and it, and, and it, kind <laughs> it does of, happen for so many people, does it? Same with yeah, same with me, really. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, it is. And I've, I've I listen to this this podcast a lot, and and so you know. I, I, I kind of feel like, well, oh, should I mention that because it, <laughs> but but that is just what happens, isn't it? I think it, I think it is uh, often a bit of an accidental 
career for people that they, yeah. they don't set out to become a wedding photographer you might like me you might be really passionate about photography um but you kind of don't imagine i think especially back when i got into it like in the late kind of noughties um it was still quite traditional wasn't it or or at least the perception was it probably wasn't that there was probably lots of people working in a documentary with a documentary approach and things but it felt to me like it was very traditional yeah uh, so it, it, i wasn't really into the idea but then I, I started shooting weddings and to be honest i absolutely i absolutely hated the first few it, i just oh found, really yeah. yeah yeah i found it i found it just so kind of nerve-wracking and because i was i thought i had to shoot in a very traditional way yeah. um I, I just didn't enjoy it at all it didn't suit my style of, of um, photography it didn't suit my approach which was I really enjoyed taking documentary photos of, of my friends and family but I didn't again it, it never kind of clicked in my mind that the, the kind of photography that I was good at I could just do at a wedding I, I thought I had to be very posed and very staged and very formal um, and I, I just remember that first wedding I shot just just being you know complete <laughs> anxious wreck and uh, oh. Yeah, it, but but then people liked the photos and kept asking me to do it and slowly started to enjoy it. And at the same time, um, as you mentioned, uh, the, other, the other photographers, um, Matt Godman, who I went to university with, he was um, he, he was kind of he was working for a, a, a photography studio down in London. And he also started doing some um, some some weddings on the side so we were kind of doing it at the same time and it got to about 2013 i think and we said well why don't we kind of pool our uh, pool our businesses together and try and do it trying because before it was very all very kind of not particularly organized or anything like that so we kind of brought our two businesses together and that's why it's called mng so Mateer and godman ah oh, now i get it now i get it <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean he he lives down in in, in Hertfordshire and I live up in Yorkshire. So in terms of SEO, we didn't know anything about SEO. So it probably wasn't the, uh, <laughs> looking back, it was, it didn't really make a lot of sense having two different bases, but we didn't think about that. We kind of thought, well, it's, uh, but it's, although you've got more kind of bases covered that way though, as yeah. well. And, is... and that's the way that we, we were thinking about, we weren't thinking about SEO. We were just thinking about, uh, kind of logistics and, and there's a selling point kind of thing. So yeah, that's how it started. Um, and That's, we kind of went from there and, and then meeting Holly's, I guess is a, is a whole different story. Yeah. Which is good. And we've got time for all that kind of story, man. That's cool. But yeah. Tell us about, you know, yeah. With Holly now and how, how long has she been in the business? And what is it, what's it like? Do you, do you shoot most of your weddings together as a duo? Don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, so, so yeah, no, I absolutely love working with, with, with Holly. And that is a question we get asked quite a lot actually. Um, uh, people are like oh, I wouldn't want to work with work with my partner and, and that kind of thing and I think people kind of kind of think that it would be kind of kind of too much but um being a wedding photographer is quite a relaxed job isn't it it's quite a um it's quite a quite a fun and creative job so it's not like we're doing a really stressful job and um you know doing doing accounts or or, or loads of admin together obviously there's that kind of side of things and and but but away from weddings holly tends to holly handles all the editing and then i handle okay. um the business side of things and and talking to, to clients and things and that kind of thing so we kind of um split things up there but then on the wedding day we work together and and yeah love it it's, it's just a really relaxed fun 
way of working and 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 hair work kind of it sounds a bit cheesy but hair work kind of inspires me i can't wait to get to the end of a, a day and 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 find out what she's shot and the, and and the same with with her and me so so yeah um over the pandemic she's not shot as 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 much because because people haven't necessarily wanted um two photographers particularly yeah sure last year and we've, we've got a young family and and it's just been logistical that she's she's kind of not shot as many which is a shame she really misses it but um but yeah um but to go back i, I didn't answer the first part of your question sorry about that alan that's all right it's great man it's so cool. <laughs> she started working um she well she started second shooting for me in 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 well, assisting, sorry, in 2016. Um, she was working as a florist at the time, so she was she was working on, on weddings and things like that, but all kinds of different floristry. Um, and, and at the weekends, we we didn't see uh, a lot of each other because I'd go off off to uh, to shoot weddings and she'd be working through the week. Um, so so we said, well, why don't you come, a, come and assist me at a few weddings? She'd already kind of been borrowing one of my uh dslrs a lot because we'd, we'd been we'd been living together for, for a year or so by then um so she knew her way around the camera but and had it was kind of like a pressure off situation where i said you can come along you can assist me and you love taking photos and she wanted to she wanted to do that she wanted to do it a bit more I was getting really into it and and i just said just go around and, and shoot whatever you want so that's what she did um and and then and then uh, kind of touch on it at the end of the day when I came back to look at the images with her I was like oh these are these are really good these are <laughs> you know these are better than a lot of second shooters that work for me sort yeah. of thing and she and more importantly she was like oh, I really enjoyed that um and she ended up kind of shooting through the through the whole day it wasn't a case of you know just assisting me and coming along to spend the day to me with me she you know we didn't really talk to each other that much during the day because she was off photographing things I was off photographing things and it just it just kind of happened very naturally that she was just really really good at it um I, I remember one particular shot that she took at that first wedding <laughs> looking back and the way that she photographed the confetti was just really 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 creatively obviously that's quite a standard shot isn't it but um the way that she framed it off center and and things like that i was like well this is really you know there's definitely something you know you're quite intuitive with with a camera and but but like i said the most important thing was that she loved it and then she started coming along to more weddings and then the next year um she kind of did she did um like like uh, three four months of coming along as a second shooter but kind of like um an extra second shooter on weddings where they hadn't asked for the second shooter to be there so it was Mm -hmm. kind of she was just carried on learning how she wanted to take photos throughout that time. And by the end of it, she was just absolutely awesome. And it was kind of like, well, I don't need other second shooters now if, if Holly wants to do this because she's, she's better than them. So yeah, <laughs> oh, That's great. That's, oh, that's, that's so cool. It's like a really romantic kind of story as well. Oh, well, well, thanks. Yeah, no, it did. It just, it just felt kind of all very, very natural how she, she, she got into it kind of thing. So, and she was just, yeah. I keep saying it, but she was just so good at it, so it it made sense. And um, and and then she left the job and and started doing it full time in 2017. And uh, and uh, yeah, the, the rest not is history, as they say. Yeah, not look back. That's that's so cool, man. You're both so talented. It's awesome. I mean, must have very, very lucky couples. Have you both captured in their day? It's very cool. Do you um do you never argue then at all on the day? Um, not that I can not that I can think of. Not a proper. Not a proper argument. Obviously, you know, couples, couples 
have disagreements and, and bicker yeah. occasionally, but our weddings, no, it's it's such a fun day. That's cool. And we're being creative. It, 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 there's nothing to really, really argue about at, at all. So no, no, not at oh, all. I don't get that goss here. I don't get that goss. I remember, like, I remember asking Liam and Dom, you know, of your play studios that, and they, they never argue either. They never argue. Oh, that's good. Have, that's good. But if it, I mean, you don't work with you don't work with second shooters, do you? No, no, I don't. No. But I mean, if but you 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 are, you, you know what it's like to shoot a wedding where you get you get in the zone, and mm. you just really kind of you kind of get into it. You're enjoying it, and and I think, and if if you know that the other person that you're working with is really good, and you can just trust them to go off and do whatever they want, and she knows the same thing about me that. So you, you just kind of you just kind of go with it, and then uh, when you get to the break time, you, you're chatting about the day and things, and and yeah. you kind of talk through any any difficulties that you had or or just things that have gone gone well, and it's it's great to have that sounding board, and it's great to if 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 that sounding board is 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 your partner, it's it, I think it's even even better. We talk about weddings all the time, kind of thing, out uh, away from the wedding uh, wedding day that we're photographing. So so yeah, no, it works really well oh yeah man i can i can totally hear it um in your voice and i can imagine it, it would be it would be awesome to do i just can't imagine shooting a wedding with only so only it'd be just like saying shoot capture that capture that but and even though I, you've got a camera you capture it but it's like now we, we've both got camera phones and she still tells me to take photos of things but she's got a great camera phone or something anyway anyway, anyway go off on <laughs> um well i was gonna say oh yeah do you ever use a, a bit couples was quite like the the idea that maybe their days being captured by a couple themselves as well i think that's quite cool yeah, I, I definitely think that's a that's a selling point. Um, mm. I mean, I mean, every every wedding photography business makes makes their brand work as a selling point, don't they? Mm. So, yeah. so you make your brand as a, as a solo shooter work for you, don't you? Um, yeah, I guess so. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah, but but so uh, really, you, you just want the couple to trust however you work to work for them in the day. It really, the, the the main selling point is. The, the the images the um the visual side of things that, that you've, you've got to have that to start with but then underpinning that is your approach to weddings so if that's you know for, for, for me and you that's that's a documentary approach isn't it and then also yep. the style of the photos but again that feeds into the to the look of things and then underneath that is is the kind of is the kind of um usp that you that you that you might sell across it, it to, to prospective clients so for us i guess a part of that is definitely that we're a married couple so we know what it's like to get married we know what it's like to work with a wedding photographer mm -hmm. you i remember because I've, I've i've been on your uh, workshop back in 2016 uh, uh, yeah yeah which is awesome the best best workshop i've uh, ever you <laughs> know i'm not paying patrick i'm not paid you though thank you man <laughs> I, I mean it's the only workshop i've ever been on <laughs> so it's also the worst workshop you've ever been on i guess i've not thought about it like that but yeah i'll i'll make sure i'll leave you a five star and a one star review after <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so so yeah i remember you talking about 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 um how how it works perfectly for you to shoot on your own so so that's what that's what i'm kind of getting at you as a, as a wedding photographer you've got to kind of brand yourself and and make your approach and style and um the business side of thing all kind of work together holistically and and make sense when you're selling that to a to a client but for us yeah we, we definitely talk about being a married couple and we definitely talk about things like things like the the, the couple shoot which i guess is maybe strange to talk about on this is reputation <laughs> that's all good it's definitely a, a part of 
part of the wedding day and, and you know I'll, I'll talk to couples about about how we really enjoyed going for a walk together on on our wedding day and um having some couple shots taken and and we I talk about how you know all those cliches about wedding days being very hectic but it's it's true you've been married yourself it, it does kind of go by really quickly so to kind of make the most of that time that you have have together and and for, and and I guess because the rest of the day you're talking to to, to your guests and and your friends and family and things aren't you and uh on the couple shoot it's it's, it's a bit of time to yourselves and uh mm. the way that we shoot couple shots is 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 as unposed as possible so we kind of we definitely use that as a selling point to kind of say that we kind of um understand what it's like on a, mm. on a wedding day that's so good and you're so right there it's just about it's just about everybody kind of like playing to their strengths and really expressing those strengths and the, the positivities of however your business is set up isn't it so yeah yeah definitely cool. definitely that's really cool man and do you do you and holly because you've both won loads of awards is there <laughs> any kind of like friendly rivalry in the in the competition stakes between you both at all no we sound really bland no arguments <laughs> no rivalry um not really no no i mean I mean, it, 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 yeah, if, if we win a, this is reportage award, um, in particular, we're just so happy for the, for the other one, really. Um, we, we both just want each other to, to do well and to be recognized for our work is, is amazing. Um, so no, there's, there's no kind of like jumping around and if one wins and the other one doesn't and being like, <laughs> I want one you didn't, no, no, nothing like that. <laughs> no that's good i think i think that sounds you've got a very healthy relationship man that's good that's good but we've been lucky to 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 win win similar kinds of awards really so uh we we, we enter the same ones just about really so so yeah we, 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 we just support each other so yeah that's very good very good to hear that's awesome um <laughs> let's change tack slightly patrick let's change tack um you said because i read in your site it says patrick loves films Indian food and playing guitar. So I was going to ask you about being in a band, but I know you've already been in a band there. But um, and I'll ask you about films in a second. But yeah, what is your favourite ever Indian food though? Oh, that's uh, that is a that is a tough question. <laughs> I do like most Indian food. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I can I I will eat quite quite hot curries and mm. um, like a jalfrezi and um, you know I'm not mega hot like a fal or a Bindaloo or anything like that. So I like, I like that, or I like kind of the 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 kebab type curries, like a chicken shaslik, which is, which is more mild, which is yeah, which gets served with like salad and a, a, a yogurty sauce type thing. So yeah, no, I really and spinach in curries is is a big plus for me. But yeah, I really do like I like food in general, and uh, Indian food is probably probably my favourite. So so yeah. That's good. Good day. I like that. I, I randomly, coincidentally, I had a chicken gel frazier yesterday. Actually, oh, really? yeah, which was really good. Just that, um, just a local pub. Actually, I've not been out to a curry house since the pandemic. There, I really miss going out for to a proper proper curry. Have you been yeah. out for one? No, no, we haven't. I mean, um, right. So, so right now, um, we're, we're still being quite cautious with things. Obviously, I'm a wedding photographer, so so it. I'm, I'm shooting weddings and, and going out and and, uh, and 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 loving that. But kind of our socialising, we're still being quite cautious. Holly's Holly's in a third trimester of pregnancy, and all oh, right, yes, congrats, uh, guys. That's awesome, though. Oh, thank cool. you. Yeah, so so we've chosen to carry on being 
quite quite cautious for until the baby's here. Um, obviously, res- restrictions started easing in May, and it was so close to it was pretty much in the third trimester. So that was when when you, when you were advised to still be a little bit cautious. Our mm. midwife said that, so we, we've kind of followed that on. So yeah, but I, I definitely miss um, I definitely miss going out for a career as well. So I can uh, empathise there. <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to that i am looking forward to that um has, has holly been able to be in, to be vaccinated then whilst pregnant or not or what she has yes yes oh, she, cool. she got the cool. pfizer so she got the uh, she got the good one um uh. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah um um yeah so she got vaccinated like a, a, a week ago so that's really good that she's, oh. she's had one shot of the vaccine that's before good. um before. what about you have you had have you had astrazeneca then yeah yeah i've got Got common old AstraZeneca, but yeah, still very happy to have had that. And yeah, me. Hopefully, be having my second shot sooner than uh, than booked in. Oh uh, yeah, how do we do that? Do you have to? Can you manage your book? Because mine's booked at the second shot for like July nineteenth, but can we get it sooner than now? So um, it depends on how old you are, I think, Alan. Um, <laughs> at the moment, I, I think officially you have to be. Is it forty five? Um, or, or, or older to rebook. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. But I, I know some people who have already had theirs, who are, who are my age. I'm forty. Um, who have already oh. had their their second shots earlier. Um, so I, I don't think there's any harm ringing him up and just saying, "Can I rebook my?" Yeah, I can do that. I'm yeah. forty as well, man. Same age. Yeah, yeah. Well, go for it, man. It's a good age to be. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still feel thirty nine though. Do you? Do you? Yeah, it is a crucial, crucial difference. Yeah, I, d- I don't think it counts at birthday in lockdowns. They don't count, though, do they? And no, so, yeah, I am 39, I reckon. Yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. <laughs> um, okay, Patrick, let's go, because you said you like films on your thing. So let's do, let's test you on films then. I feel under pressure now. I wish I'd taken that off the website. Yeah. <laughs> you should have took it off like two days ago. <laughs> okay so if anyone's been listening recently um for i don't know it's probably the last 15 episodes or so just been doing little kind of netflix or other streaming service synopsis game so i'm just going to read the synopsis and we're going to see if you can get it and so i've chosen all movies for your three because you said uh, you're a film lover yeah okay uh, go for it have, have you chosen like um obscure korean films or something like that? <laughs> no 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 they're all quite mm, semi-mainstream but we'll okay. see yeah okay, okay. Okay, so you're ready. Okay, cool. So the first one. Okay. An American actor, Bob, lands in Tokyo for an ad film and ends up meeting Charlotte, who's left behind by her photographer husband. Gradually, the two discover a friend within each other. Lost in translation. Boom. Yes, straight on. Good one. Have you you seen it? Yeah, yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd do well to recognise that synopsis if I hadn't seen it, Alan. (laughs) That's true. I've not seen it, no. Completely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's so true what a stupid question that's true oh it's great film though isn't it it's great it, yeah it's really good i love i love bill murray brilliant mm, yeah so good i think i've said it before on the podcast but when we went to see it at the cinema years ago honestly about 20 people walked out after the first half an hour it was really weird uh, yeah it's a bit of a slow slow builder isn't it but yes they, they just obviously weren't cultured enough Alan. <laughs> yeah i love it i think it's oh it's so beautiful it makes me very sad i still but i get it it's still beautiful I, yeah anyway anyway okay right because, one, they, because they don't end up together well think. yeah i know i know but that's maybe the beauty of it you know but um what does he whisper to her at the end 
that I don't. I, I know it from the synopsis, but I don't know that answer, unfortunately. So no, uh, no. no uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what he what he says. It's it's one of those kind of mysteries. I guess it's going for a classic Hollywood ending, a bit like Casablanca, where they they, they don't. Well, I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, you should definitely check that. So, so. Uh. But no, it, it's making me want to watch it again. To be honest. Yeah, it's beautiful cinematography as well. It's, it um, is. It's lovely. And I want, it? it makes me want to go to Tokyo as well. Yeah, yeah, I would love to go there too. Right, anyway, one out of one so far. That's good. Let's go to your second one, which is uh, quite a bit older film. Okay. Right. In the realm of Underworld, a series of incidents intertwines the lives of two Los Angeles mobsters, a gangster's wife, a boxer, and two small-time criminals. Is that Pulp Fiction? It is. Wow, man, that's so good to get. I thought I thought that was quite a difficult synopsis for that, actually. Yeah, it did well there, because I, I started thinking, is that Heat with the two cops? And then and I was like, no, no. That was a well-written um, and sneaky synopsis there. <laughs> that's, I found some odd synopsis. This is like, I don't know where that one was from, actually. It's quite difficult for some of them. To find. <laughs> some of them are, like, far too long. It would take me about, like, a minute to read out. So, yeah. Wow, that's good, man. I've still never watched that properly, actually. Oh, you should definitely watch that. Okay. Such cool. a good film. Okay. Well, two out of two so far. Can you get the, the hat trick, man? The hat trick. Oh, a little football reference there. It's good. For today. <laughs> okay. So your final one. Okay. Joel and Clementine begin a relationship post a train journey together, unaware that they had previously been in a relationship, the memories of which were clinically erased. Ooh, um, I'm not sure if I, if I know this one. Shall I give you a clue with who's in it? Yeah, go on. Uh, it's Kate Winslet and... Uh, uh, Sunset of the Spotless Mind? Yes, boom, that's great, man. Good that's one. That's what I thought it was, but then I... I, I, I don't remember it exactly. So, yeah. Now, another great film. You've picked three great films. Really they good. are good, aren't they? Yeah, they're good. And you got three out of three, man. That's good going. Yeah, I needed a little help. I'd say two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so much fun. I don't know if people are enjoying listening to it or not, but I really enjoy doing it. So, yeah, it's going to do it. Okay, man. Let, let's, go, let's, go on to some, let's go on to some other things. Okay. 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 I like this question. I ask this one quite a lot, but let's do it. Um, first thing or things that comes to your mind, what makes you happy? um oh my, my family oh yeah yeah are, are you just looking for d- d- quick quick answers here or is it... no 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 oh, all right yeah no no just yeah my family and just just um uh sorry i didn't know whether it was going to be like a quick fire my family and then something else all uh, oh, right no <laughs> we could do quick fire round if you want but no this is good no, no you go on what yeah talk no, no i'm still in film mode i think but yeah um yeah no my family um Holly, my my kids, and but but also work. I absolutely love love my job, um, and they're all kind of intertwined as as I've kind of uh, as I've kind of touched on uh, length earlier. So because because I work with Holly, and um, you know we work from home, so it, it all feels very much kind of kind of together. Um, our kind of home and working life. So so yeah, it just just everything really is is, is it makes me happy. But but. Um, in terms of life at the moment so yeah it, it's it's an all-encompassing answer but definitely family and and work and uh, and i really did miss shooting weddings last year but like i said got more chance to spend time with our two-year-old as he was uh, growing up and in those pivotal years so i definitely felt 
lucky about that. That's so true, isn't it? That is so true. Mm. I'm missing mine now since I've gone back to school more as well, actually. So, yeah, that was a good thing. If you, it's, it's weird to say any good things from the pandemic, isn't it? Because obviously it's been a, a, such a disaster. But there have been some positive things. There have been. So Yeah, definitely. Mm. um so yeah what 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 do you find to be the most challenging aspect you know of of wedding photography to be whether that's like you know shooting wise or business or whatever what's the most challenging bit well i think in the in the early days which which seemed to go when i say early days it makes me sound very old but it, it those early days of um running mg wedding photography was seemed to go on a long time it took us a a long time to kind of focusing on what we really wanted to do in terms of our approach to wedding photography in terms of our style um so i definitely found that time challenging because it it, it, it as i mentioned earlier i started off as as a photographer who thought that you needed to shoot things quite traditionally and it, it took me a long time to kind of gradually kind of throw all of what i'd kind of taught myself about wedding photography and kind of try and forget it all what well, was it that kind of made you kind of change was it just like because you just didn't you found like you just weren't enjoying it that much so you just you know you wanted to do it shoot more your own way or was it just that the scene was changing at that time as well what, what was it um i think i think so i, I looking back at my my work I, I did shoot things kind of with a documentary approach and naturally but at the same time, I would still think that you you, you had to do portraits, you had to do mm. um, lots of group shots, you had to you had to be quite involved with the couple and um, talking to the couple a lot during 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 the wedding and directing them and kind of right. um, giving them a very involved planner with like shot lists and all kinds of things. So even though I kind of knew that I didn't enjoy that, I still kind of you know nobody told me this, but I still um subconsciously even kind of thought that that is what kind of underpinned the wedding photography sure. um but i just yeah like you said i just did not i just did not enjoy it um those kind of aspects and it, and it took me a long long time to kind of shed each each one of those uh, yeah. but people kind of said oh we you know even in the early kind of days oh, we like your work because it feels very natural and things like that but looking back i, it, I did a lot of kind of posy cozy stuff even in like 2016 2017 um and it was only really in in 2018 like three four years ago that i kind of kind of really stopped doing that so i was doing more and more documentary stuff but i was still very much focused on getting perfect portraits or what i thought mm -hmm. would be perfect portraits and that put a lot of pressure um that put a lot of self-made pressure on on me because mm. at every wedding i'd be thinking right i need to get these perfect looking couple shots so i need to go and take the couple out or maybe i didn't nail it last time let's take the couple out again and and then telling them how to stand telling them when to kiss telling them where to walk and all all those kind of things and 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 for lots of reasons that's that just didn't work for me and i know some documentary photographers who are much better at documentary photography than me still do quite posed portraits and that works perfectly for them that, that must make sense to them in their mind but for me it just didn't it stopped making sense to me to 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 have like these two kind of almost diametrically opposed approaches to wedding photography mm. running in synergy uh, that's so true 
they didn't run in synergy. I'd say, right, ignore my camera all day. And then we'd get to the portraits and be like, now I'm going to tell you where to stand on. Now I'm going to tell you to kiss. Now I'm going to tell you to hold each other. And mm. my work started to be quite repetitive. I, I was telling people to go into set poses. So one wedding would look pretty similar to the next in terms of couple shots. Right, and, okay. And, and yeah, so, so I guess it, that was the, the biggest challenge that I had to overcome was, was kind of finding a way of working that really suited my personality, really suited my strengths, which, you know, I, I, I love I loved talking about photography. It's great talking to you about this. But, but um, I, I, I can be a little bit shy and I, and, I, and, I, and I can be a little bit quiet around people I don't know and in larger groups. And I think it really suits my personality to be quite hands-off Shoot, shooting things without posing without staging and and so that's why i still do do couple shots and things but i, I try and keep them as, as kind of natural and relaxed as possible so i, I don't tell people to kiss i don't tell mm -hmm. how to walk or hold each other and you know i just let people be themselves and then some people uh, will actually say to me uh, oh i really like that because we're expecting you to tell you to tell us to kiss and some people just don't want to be told to to mm. have, it's on on command do they some people just want to go for a walk with each other and have a chat Whereas yeah some, totally some people want to be quite outrageous and and jump in the sea or pick each mm. other up and each other around you know you know I can, i'm sure there are more outrageous things in the world than <laughs> than picking someone up but you know <laughs> in, in terms, it's, yeah. when someone does that it's kind of like oh that's that's different that's interesting. yeah that's so true so, so yeah i just kind of i let people be themselves and i think that was the kind of last vestiges of uh of traditional wedding photography that i clung on to for quite a long time and i suddenly just realized that that, that wasn't me and it's not what i enjoyed doing so so i hope that it all kind of makes sense so yeah that, that, and i know i've kind of fudged that answer a little bit because i've gone back to the past but that was that definitely was the biggest challenge for me and it took me a long long time to realize that i just i just you know documentary photography is what i really love and and even if I'm doing couple shots, I want that to feel like a, an extension of my documentary photography. I don't want it to feel like the kind of antithesis of that, it, like mm. something that's completely different to it. No, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more, man. I think that's so cool. It's so great you talking about that because I think a lot of people will feel, will still feel similar. You know, there's still a lot of vestiges of like, you know, what is wedding photography supposed to be, you know, and there's still a lot of people think you still have to do certain things. So I think it's going to be really interesting for people to hear that, you know, you felt like that as well and how it's alleviated a lot more pressure on you now as well, I guess, with not having to have those kind of perfect posed portraits that must relax you a lot more with the shooting. Yeah, definitely. Because some some people, some people, some people want that. Some people want those kind of classically romantic looking um, couple shots of them both together. And if you go for a walk with them, because they want that, they they kind of do that. They do that. Mm. They do that automatically, and because that's who they are. Um, but for me, like you said, by it does take off a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm I don't think about portraits anymore. I just think about shooting the day as a whole and getting the best photos throughout the whole thing and it just all kind of makes sense in my mind but like i said so there are lots of photographers that, that work and like i said they're much better than me at both the portraits and the uh and and the documentary side and, and it, it just has to make sense to you doesn't it, it just has to yeah. and then you can sell it authentically to your your couples and and really i think you can sell 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 anything to your couples to a certain certain degree they just need to trust your methods um 
that are going to achieve the photos that you've showed them on your Instagram on your website. Um, That's so so true. Yeah, that's so true. And there's a market for everyone. Yeah, and there's just no right or wrong. That's what the beautiful thing about this this whole career is that you could just do exactly what you want and what works for you. And someone there are going to be couples out there who love exactly what you do, exactly what you capture, your exact approach. And yeah, it's all it's it's a beautiful thing about it, really. Exactly. uh, You've you've just got to you've just got to enjoy it and be be completely kind of kind of happy and and feel like it. Like yeah, to reuse that word, feel. If it feels authentic to you, what you're doing to, to to achieve those results that you want, then do that, and your couples will trust you, and uh, they'll trust whatever you do on your wedding on their wedding day to 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 achieve those results. Yeah, totally true, man. Really, really true. That's, that's that was really interesting to talk about. I think that was that's really fab. Um, and let's go to one. Let's go to one of your specific images, and one of your one of one of my favorite reportage awards of yours. I think you know it should be the cover for Oasis's um, cigarettes and alcohol single. <laughs> you know the one i mean with like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. so for, for people listening it's like a close-up shot of what appears i think like two ladies one smoking and the other one it looks like i don't know she's either concealing or just holding a bottle of red wine but i love it it's so cool man can you can you tell us more about about that shot in particular do you remember remember taking that one i do yeah yeah that's so uh, that's from a a wedding that i won my first story award for. Oh, cool. so yeah yeah i think and i'm not sure i'm not sure if that image is in the story off the top of my head or whether it's just an individual oh cool yeah uh, I don't know. and and uh yeah it it, it, it was just this uh, it was just this amazing wedding to be honest alan it, it was it was just it was just fantastic um as a as a photographer with who, who shoots like i do um you would have loved it anybody any documentary wedding photographer would have absolutely loved it because it was just it was just so much fun everyone <laughs> it, it started off in kind of an inauspicious way, it was just a quiet getting ready and a quiet church service. There were, there were a few emotions and, and a few laughs and things, but and it was it was all very nice. But then we got to the we got to the reception and everyone just went fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> and people, people just just they, they they ran out of beer. There was you know it's a classic UK wedding really. People, people <laughs> they ran out of beer. Yeah, they ran out of beer. They had to go and get more. Um, like they drank the bar dry, literally. Um, <laughs> and people were just having such a good time. Um, and 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 I'd photographed quite a few weddings for this group of friends, so oh, everyone cool. kind of w- w- was automatically relaxed around me. I think and knew the way that I shop, which is just kind of walking around taking photos. Really, um, it, or that's what it appears to them. And and this particular image shows shows um one particular woman who's in a, in another one of my um individual images in, I, I don't know if you'll remember but the one on the dance floor where the couple are kissing oh and, yes yeah with a like, crowd around them and yeah. The, yeah yeah oh cool and there's the, the auntie there and that's 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 the, the person who's holding the um the wine bottle kind of protecting it <laughs> yeah it does look like she's protected like this is yeah. mine this is mine <laughs> And she's um, she she was such a character on the wedding day, and and I think I, I don't know about others, but you you kind of you learn to kind of pick out oh this is an interesting character I'll keep an eye out for this this character through the wedding day not necessarily consciously but you kind of ha- you kind of you kind of become attuned to that person's going to do interesting things and she did just keep doing interesting things so like tucking a wet wine bottle and dancing like she did on the dance floor and so she became a bit of a feature throughout the throughout the day um and that is that's actually a a bit of an older wedding um 
uh, I think I don't know whether it was 2018 or 2019, um, and and it is it is it is cropped into. To, to highlight that that area, yeah. the the full the full image um, shows shows her face and things like that. And yeah. I think you, you you probably see that in a, in a theme in our work. There is a lot of hands and feet. I do sometimes worry that when our clients get the images, they're like, oh, "Why are there so many shots of hands and feet? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my head? Where's my head?" <laughs> Exactly. But they see on our Instagram, they see on our website. We we like a hand and a foot, but we but we do that because. For for for, pra- for pragmatic reasons, sometimes the face is doing something that isn't um, well, isn't isn't interesting really, or, oh, yeah. or something that's not too complimentary. Pulling a, a funny facial expression, and by by honing in on um, honing in on a particular area of the photo, you can make something more interesting. Or mm-hmm. it's kind of more for stylistic reasons or creative reasons. And like you said, this is it's you know it's a bit of a play on words on cigarettes and alcohol like, yeah. like said but also it just it just kind of shows what kind of wedding it was people very relaxed you know swigging out full wine bottles yeah. you don't you don't necessarily have to show the full scene to to, to show that do you it's sometimes more interesting to to just hone on one particular part of it because instead of letting the eye kind of dart around from face to face you're looking directly at the wine bottle you're looking directly at the cigarette and 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 that's all you need to be looking at. A, a, a tight crop can sometimes work, but we we started doing that, cropping into our our images, and and that's led to changing in the way that I'm shooting. And now instead of looking for it in the edit, I'm now really looking for it when I'm going out shooting. It's, it has actually changed the way I've uh, way, way I'm shooting, and I'm I'm looking for those kind of reportage details. Um, Throughout wedding day, so I am, you know, whereas we used to have to kind of crop to get those interesting frames, uh, we're, we're not doing that so much anymore. It's, it's kind of in the raw image. That's so cool, man. Oh, I loved hearing about that. That is so cool. Really great. Yeah, f- fab. And it's such a gra- great, strong graphic image as well, that. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it yeah. just typifies a fun, relaxed wedding, as you say. It's awesome. Um, I think, yeah, when you, when you, when you, kind of frame an image or crop it like that it does get it down to graphical in, uh, elements or you can kind of make a more abstract image can't you mm. as soon as you mm. take out space anyway thanks. i love that but I, I think i think it's so cool i think cropping is such a powerful thing though yeah. as well such a powerful thing oh definitely uh, I, I was judging another wedding photography um contest awards sorry other <laughs> that's okay that are available um recently and and that's what i was thinking um you, 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 you've probably been judged before, you know, mm. you went and started your own awards. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> you've probably been a judge many times yourself. Um, and, and just a, a good crop or a good frame, you, you don't necessarily know whether it's been shot in camera that way or not. It really, really can, can make the difference, can't it? And especially if it's a simple moment, kind of crop in, lose, lose the arbitrary elements around, concentrate on what's really and what's really um what's really strong about that moment um lose the other stuff and and then the eye can't go to other parts of the scene it really does just go to the go to the go to the funny moment or the emotional moment and yeah. like you said it, it's a really powerful tool to use isn't it it really is honestly it really is i think that's my biggest tip in, t- in terms of awards in general is to crop yeah. it's crop yeah. and it's something that's totally in your control like after the fact as well so yeah i, I would agree anything that can make your image stand out as as a, as a thumbnail 
um, because you know, especially with your awards, the awards that I was judging was great, but your awards is is, is got like twelve thousand images. You, yeah. Um, that, that you have to go through, and you, a lot of the time, I imagine that judges, I mean, spoken to other judges, are, are looking at things thumbnails to begin with, and it has to be something to to really catch the eye to to get them to even look at it properly. So, mm. so yeah, you've got to do everything in your control um with the edit to to make it stand out and uh to, to help you get an award so true yeah so true and i was gonna ask you i was gonna ask you about awards in general as well so you know as well as winning 11 reportage awards and two story awards from us which is amazing by the way man i mean that's so that's so proper proper awesome um you've also won lots of awards from other bodies and associations and so i was just gonna ask what you know what is it for you personally that that keeps you entering awards what is yeah what is it for you well, through the pandemic, it was something to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's important. <laughs> it was like entering any awards that we could find because we weren't shooting anything. No, I, I am being <laughs> facetious there. But um, I think I think that there's lots of uh, I'll tr- it, it, there's a myriad of reasons. So I'll try and keep it brief. But in in terms of marketing, it, it's it's a strong tool to use. Mm, um, totally. People often existing clients new clients will say oh i saw that award you won um that's, that's amazing they, they don't necessarily know what the awarding awarding body is do yeah, they sure. you know it can sound impressive to them um and, and it can can really make you stand out um but mm. if, if and it's just kind of it, so it's not really about positive affirmation for us that's a really handy tool and for seo but but it is nice to to get that positive affirmation, of course. But mm. as long as it doesn't overtake um, the kind of the kind of why you've taken the image in in the first place, which is for the couple mm. and for yourself to to make make interesting images. But then also you've got other you've got other reasons why awards are in, important um, to to me personally, and and that's about the challenge and trying to get better and kind of widening your horizons because. I will admit that before I joined This Is Reptiles, when did you start? Was it 2017, 2018? Yeah, end of 2017, yeah, like November yeah. 2017. I remember. So before that, uh, Holly and I had quite a parochial view of wedding photography. So we we knew about we knew about you and, and we knew about like other big photographers. Like big, I know it's a, not a great word, but well-known, <laughs> impressive photographers in our local area like like. Andy Gaines and things like that, but the, the, we we didn't the wedding photographers that we knew about were really the ones that we'd got to know on the, the local scene. We we really didn't know about uh, international wedding photographers, and and maybe that it's probably our own fault for not looking out outwards. But joining this is reportage really did kind of widen our view of wedding photography, and and you know it, it went from being like oh are we one of the were we one of the the, the the kind of well-known photographers in in Hull and Yorkshire to suddenly realizing wow there's thousands of wedding photographers out there that, <laughs> that are so good that are so much better than us and and that are really inspiring and so it, that was a big part of it and we've kind of as as things have gone on we've got to know quite a few people through this is reportage and um and through other awards as well but mainly through this reportage I think there is a it's in it, if, if you don't mind me saying, like the the group isn't that um, isn't that lively, is it? For this is reportage on, on the Facebook group. Oh, not in the Facebook group, no, no. You, you post on there and things like that, but beneath that, I don't know if you're aware of this. People talk about this is reportage, and and people, you know, when the results come out, 
people, you know, other photographers will message us or won't message other photographers. If we don't message someone, someone will, if we ever want an award, someone will message us. If someone oh, has cool. an award. And, and what, you know, everyone's really, and that doesn't really tend to happen with other awards. Um, oh, that's really cool. It, 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 it's, it's like people have, because it's such a, such a kind of well-honed um, brand for This Is Reportage, um, it's, it's quite simple, isn't it? It's, it's, you know, no staging, no posing. And, and yeah. <laughs> so if you true. like that kind of photography, you, you're going to find lots of like-minded people within that, it, it, whereas other awards tend to tend to have different elements kind of contained within them. So, so yeah, it, it, it's led to us kind of, I think it's led to us getting better. Uh, I think it's, and but still, you know, I still look at this as reportage and there's so many, so much amazing work out there that, are, that really inspires us and and you know we definitely don't feel like we're anywhere near the the finished article so it, it carries on making us challenge ourselves to continue getting better and um and yeah and it's led to us forming friendships with with quite a few uh like-minded kind of documentary photographers which is great well that's really cool man that is so cool so cool to hear and it's so cool to hear because it's everyone's just personal opinions you know on what kind of awards do for them and i understand awards are not for everyone as well totally yeah. and I'm, I'm not i'm here to sell people that i just find it really interesting and yeah for me as well i know they were they were a major thing in, in in terms of marketing as well i still you know when clients book me now or they inquire a lot of them they're saying they found me because of awards or like top lists or whatnot so it does it really works in that way but i love the way you've, you've talked about you know the community side of it as well and yeah when i started reportage just seeing all these fantastic amazing photographers all around the world it's mental and then it's been so good to have the christmas parties i know you've not been to one yet hopefully this year hopefully man but it's just so <laughs> nice to have yeah. Uh, it's so nice to have everyone kind of together yeah. and just physically just talking and drinking and having that actual physicality is just so cool it's yeah really yeah of course i did forget about that when i was talking about the, the community side of it but yeah no we were due to come last last uh last year but then um and then we couldn't at the last moment because of uh, uh our babysitter my, um, who was babysitting for the day um, my parents yeah one of them was ill so we couldn't we couldn't uh, couldn't come right at the last minute so we were gutted about that but yeah we will definitely definitely make it not if not this year definitely next year so but hopefully hopefully you can have one this year and it'll be i know that's the thing fingers crossed i really hope so man i really hope so so i, I missed it last year i missed it it's um a lot of fun although i end up not remembering that much about them but i think that's a good thing probably because uh, <laughs> that means i'm having a good time but i always have the photos <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely um, patrick let's uh, let's change tack again slightly um this is a question that I ask, and it, it never really goes down very well. So, I'm, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, persevere. No okay. <laughs> okay. What's something that you really love, but that most people seem to hate? <laughs> <sighs> it's just a stupid question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this question, I'm a big fan of this question, and no one else likes it. No. Um, <laughs> oh, Alan, g give me two. Give me two seconds. <laughs> yeah. I must have heard you ask this question so many times, and I'm I'm not I'm not I haven't prepared it. Oh, I can. Or you can flip it if it's easier. What's something that you really hate, but that most people seem to love? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling, man. I'm sorry. No, uh, I can't think. But I can't think for myself actually, though, as well. <laughs> I don't know. Although I guess I love I love Dawson's Creek, and a lot of people seem to hate Dawson's Creek. Ah. Oh. Dawson's, uh, I had a, 
at university, I had a flatmate who absolutely loved Dawson's Creek, but I'm I'm with the majority that I, I'm not a big fan of Dawson's oh, Creek. Really? What is it about Dawson's Creek that? You oh, it's just so romantic, man. It's like it's it's not real life at all, but I love that. It's just so romantic in all aspects, not just the kind of relationship level, but just that kind of view of life. And I just yeah, I just found it beautiful. Wasn't he quite judgmental? <laughs> Dawson himself, I guess he had yeah issues. He wasn't perfect, but. There are a big roster of characters. Um, Someone would have a drink and then they'd just fall off a pier and die or something like that. <laughs> I don't think it was ever that. <laughs> Maybe if they remade it now, that would happen. But it was, <laughs> it was very gentle. It was very gentle. I remember I lived on a canal boat for a while. Um, I lived on a canal boat with, uh, for a while with my parents and um, I used to like try we had I had to tell them to stop like cruising for a bit just so I could get the the uh, reception for the telly for a Dawson's Creek because yeah those are funny times let's do a different question there anyway okay what what um what are you afraid of Patrick what am I afraid of um i'm not a big fan of heights i will admit i'm not a big fan of heights at all oh um, really okay and, and yeah um so do you ever have to go up like really high to do that big do you ever do the group shot of like everyone you know like hang out of a like a third floor window or something yeah yeah i mean i mean i do gently um try and dissuade people from having a big group shot in in, in without telling them what to do i i would try and educate them about that might take a, a long time to organize. And if they're wanting lots of natural photos that they, they, they book me to take, if, if we're waiting 15 minutes for their cousin to get back from the toilets to take a big uh, group shot, he can. He can. So not every wedding takes That's one so picture. But, but if, if, if someone wants a big group shot, I'm there to take it. If, if someone wants anything at the wedding, really in photography terms, anyway, um, I'm I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to oblige. So if they if they want something more posed or whatever, I'm happy to do it. But so yeah, I do do them, and, I, and I've been up in what what do you call them? Cherry pickers and things like that to oh, take. Have you? Oh, that's cool. Were you scared though then? With your yeah, bike? definitely, one hundred percent. It was it was terrifying. Um, so yeah, it feels like you're very high up. So yeah, no, it definitely heights. It's it's a it's a, it's an obvious one, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of heights at all. Okay, cool. I get that though. Yeah, I get that. I'm talk talking to the group shop. Everyone, I had to do one at Eden Project a couple of years ago. Have you been to Eden Project in Cornwall? I've not. No, no. I've okay. Not. Um, do you know those big biome though things you probably see yeah. a picture of it yeah yeah cool and um they i they wanted me to go right there are these like there are these just like um kind of like engineering you know like technical stairs right at the top where the public are not allowed to go on they're just for like the i don't know you know the people who work there and they're like these see-through stairs type things as well and literally right. this is like so high that was like i was literally shaking taking that shot oh horrible yeah no I, I definitely wouldn't have wanted to be there but 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 yeah yeah no it's, it looks like an amazing venue though the, oh the it's cool yeah it's look it's it's lucky to be in cornwall as well because it's kind of like having an outside wedding inside as well it's um yeah it is cool, cool. um patrick I've, I've just i've just checked down it's like we're over an hour i'm like i just it's, it's just gone really quick man because it's just so lovely and easy to talk to you it's so cool um so i've just got time for one more question that's okay yeah, it's fine. Yeah, go okay. for it. And this doesn't have to be a quick answer. I'm not rushing you. So this is quite a big question. <laughs> it's got, but I think people would love to hear this from you. So yeah, what what would be your top tips, Patrick, to help someone become better at the documentary side specifically of what we do? What would be your your you know main bits of advice? So my tips around getting better at documentary photography is is really is is it's all about watching. Um, as I touched on 
earlier you, you start to you start to kind of read a wedding so that, that can be in terms of specific people specific groups of people that you know that might be doing kind of interesting out of the box things throughout the wedding day mm. so it's, it's kind of you start to you start to be a bit more intuitive about where you need to be standing where you need to be at a certain time but also it's about waiting so co composing an image so if, if you see a, a child playing in in nice light or, or doing something that, that you think is going to progress to to in, doing something quite interesting um you, you just need to stand and wait and compose the image but but other times it really is just about being ready to to go with the flow and sometimes things are over in the uh, flash of a, a second aren't they so so mm -hmm. you've, you've got to you've got to kind of be ready for all different kinds of um moments that some some are really fleeting whereas some kind of progress and get better as they happen mm -hmm. so to just carry on shooting be prepared kind of start to read a wedding in terms of of, of where to stand and 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 who to photograph um and and yeah just just step back and 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 watch i think that that is that is a big big thing about it but but carry on shooting have your have your eyepiece to your to your eyes so you're not 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 stopping too much to to look around because then you can you can miss a moment as it's mm. happened can't you so that's so true I, I know that you shoot shoot a lot, and I think I think everyone does these days, particularly on mirrorless cameras. So just carry on shooting and uh, and and try try and read a wedding as it's as it's happening. Man, mm, that's all really great advice. It really is. That's awesome. Really I'm, cool. I'm not sure, Alan. Um, no, it is, man. It's really good. It's really good. Really good. The, the whole this whole hour of talking to you has been so good, man. So good. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. I've, I've really enjoyed it too i really have um but yeah no no it's been it's been lovely catching up with you man it's been a it's been a long time and um yeah it was 2016 really, really 2016 yeah yeah no that was that was that was uh that was a big thing for me going going off to do your um workshop in in london it, it, and it and like you said you haven't paid me but it was i was joking before but it really was uh it was it was kind of an important part of my development i think um just to, because before i went along um to that i was kind of developing my own approach and style and things but to see someone kind of at the top of their game talking about a very kind of simplified way of um working it, and i don't mean that with any disrespect not a simple way but a simplified way the way that you approach things with your lens choice and your camera choice and your settings and things like that you just you 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 kind of you you gave yourself the best possibility possible way of just concentrating on being um creative because all of the kind of things like what kind of lens you were going to use at the day a particular part of the day was already pre-made wasn't it and the mm. same going to use and everything like that and i had never really considered that i was at that point i was probably running around thinking shall i put this lens on shall i put that lens on and i was worrying about all that kind of thing and as soon as you start doing that like going back to my other point about documentary photography you, you take your eye off the wedding don't you, you stop thinking mm, about so what, what you're shooting so you, you i think everyone needs a particular method that suits them and and then once you've got that sorted you can really concentrate on being creative 
Mm. Oh, totally great. And you, uh, thank you. Very kind. He's saying those words. That's lovely, man. Lovely. And I can't believe we've not seen you since then, though. That's like, man, it's lovely we've stayed in touch, though. And it's lovely now to be able to talk on this. And now hundreds of people are going to listen to our conversation as well. Our first conversation since 2016 as well. That's bizarre. Yeah, I know. No, it's amazing. I mean, do you get stats on how many make it through to the end? I need to look at that. I've not really looked at like the percentage that make it. I'm sure yours is going to be 110 percent, though, man. Oops, no, I reckon it'll just be my mum. <laughs> Even Holly will probably have, uh, switched off by now. <laughs> yeah, she listened to the first five minutes and heard her name, and then she's yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've had my mention. I'll, I'll go now. But yeah, <laughs> but no, it's been really lovely. Thank you, man. Oh thank man, you. no, thank you. Oh no. It's an honour for, for me to have you on here, man. Thank you. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and as I say, anyone listening now, do head to thisreportage.com or thisreportagefamily.com and be able to... Um, I'll put that uh, reportage awards that uh, Patrick spoke about, the cigarettes and alcohol one, and uh, link to your website as well. And, man, and hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, we'll do the Christmas party, but you've, you've got a new arrival coming along. It might be difficult for you this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's why I said this year or next. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely next year we'll, we'll, we'll be coming along, uh, hopefully this year, but if not, next year. And it'll be great to see you and, and everyone, because, like yeah, you said, yeah. it's, it's a great community. So, uh, yeah, it'd be great to come along yeah i can't wait it'd be cool you should come to doc day by the way so you'd love that it's really cool yeah i was on the i was on the page to get holly and me tickets and then i thought because it's like on a is it on a tuesday or a wednesday oh yeah uh, i just don't know, <laughs> I, should know. <laughs> I thought i'd double check that we were at a wedding and then we're, we're at a wedding the next day and it's just oh, no. so yeah but we were we were literally going to buy tickets so so yeah it's a uh, but we, yeah definitely would like to come along to that one day too yeah maybe next year awesome man cool man well you enjoy the rest of your day um and i'll i'll be in touch yeah cool thanks so much Alan. bye man bye bye thanks bye you've been listening to the 82nd episode of the this is reportage podcast it was so fab to be able to talk to patrick hope you enjoyed listening in head to this is reportage.com or this reportage family.com for a link to his website and to see the specific reportage award he talked about too We have lots more episodes of the podcast available where we speak to family and wedding photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Marika Tzvart-Scholten, Adam Johnson, Stephen Hershaft, Ralu Chase, Ninka Kudyk, Christian Levin, Dominique and Liam Shaw of York Place Studios, Alex Kuss, Jill Streeflans, Sitlali Rico and many more too. If you're not yet a member of this reportage or the reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more too. Submissions are open now for our next award collections. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 BST on 24th of July 2021. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>